Good morning, all listeners. It's Sunday, April 16th, 2023. It's 8.30 a.m. Pacific Time, and this is episode 237 of Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron. Ah, Boogie! And I am the Baron. Ladies and gentlemen, happy Sunday fun day. It is a beautiful morning out here in Las Vegas, Nevada. 8.30 a.m. Boogie and I have been at it since 6 a.m. Started our capping last night. Finalized it about five minutes ago. And we got 29 games to give out today, Boogs. We got 15 baseball. We got four NBA game ones today, as well as the entire first round of hockey for Monday and Tuesday. Let's go, baby. I mean... This is Sunday Fun Day, but this is a sports-filled day. We have playoff basketball. We've got playoff hockey. Yeah, baby. And we are in the mix for the MLB baseball. I'll tell you wow. what. Baseball, we've been rocking and rolling. Great day yesterday. Boogie and I picked 63% as a team. It was a great effort. Um, Boogie holding serve, 10-9, and nine, making a little profit there, hitting the best bet with the New York Knicks. Um, I had a real good day yesterday, 10-5 and five in baseball, 3-1 and one in NBA, 13-6 and six overall, picking it 68%, baby. Let's go. Great job. Great job, buddy. Uh, glad we were able to get that NBA out of the way. Yeah. Starting off we with did good a in high NBA. note 75, yesterday. 75% in the NBA. I mean, how can we complain there? I mean, if you look at the game one yesterday, there weren't really too, too many surprises. Everything was kind of went the way we thought. Um, Nick's know, outright winner. Yeah, that was the number one thing. I mean, we, we said it on this show first thing in the morning. I mean, how roughly eight hours before the game started that we thought the New York Knicks could go on the road and beat Cleveland. And they did just that, man, behind 27 points from Jalen Brunson. How about Josh Hart, 17-10 and 10 off the bench. It got a little chippy in between, but Randall had a good game quickly. R.J. Barrett. I mean, this Knicks team's for real. We said they could win this series, and they they were the one road team to go on the road and steal game one. So look for a zigzag theory, though, for Cleveland in game two. Yeah, I still don't believe in Cleveland against this Knicks team, but we will watch for that zigzag theory, uh, which, of course, is going to be in effect, especially since Cleveland will be at home uh, trying to get back uh, at it. But this Knicks team, man, Brunson and the rest of those guys, they love to score. Yes, they do. 101-97, they locked up on defense too. Great win by the Knicks. All New Yorkers can rejoice. Um, the Yankees and the Mets both won yesterday too. So it was a great day for the state of New York. And i got to tell you, the, for those of you that don't know what the zigzag theory is, when a team goes on the road and steals game one of a series, um, odds makers will kind of adjust a little bit, but... You can always look for the home team to come back and uh, take game two because they're the favorite there at home. So Cleveland, look for, you know, it's not guaranteed they're going to cover four and a half points on Tuesday night. But look for Cleveland to probably win game two uh, and even that series because typically that's what the zigzag theory is. When the road team steals game one, they kind of accomplish their goal already. In seven-game series, especially in the NBA or the NHL playoffs, if you go on the road and you win game one, usually – most teams, and it's just it's human nature, mm. kind of take your foot off the gas a little bit. You kind of are like, great, we're salvaging a split. We already took home court. Um, we'll see if the Knicks will have that um, foot-on-your-throat mentality. But Knicks were the only road team to win yesterday. Our one loss yesterday, we thought the Brooklyn Nets would keep it closer than they did. Uh, it was close after the first period, but after that, they just got whooped 
121-101, 76ers win game one. James Harden had a great game, Boogie, 23-13. and 13. Mikel Bridges went from being like the fourth option in Phoenix to the number one man. He's the go-to guy. He had 30. He had a good game. But he had 23 at the half, only seven in the second half. It just looks like there's too much. And you can tell that they're giving Embiid respect. They doubled him every time he caught the ball. Yeah, he was actually double teamed. Uh, I mean, this Brooklyn team is going to have their struggles against this Philly team, uh, looks like. And it looks like that uh, Bridges has got a nice career going for him if he stays in Brooklyn uh, because there's nobody else there right now. No, not at all. I mean, you you got there's some good pieces there. Um, it looks like maybe they can make some moves in free agency next year. Um, we'll see how the rest of the series goes, but Philly just looks like foot on the throat. The line uh, for game two is minus 10. Yep, it's already so, up to 10. So it jumped up from 8.5 all the way to 10 based off of that performance. So the Sixers, like I said, um, kind of my dark horse to maybe make their run. They're obviously going to have to probably meet the Boston Celtics in the second round, who looked great yesterday. They had a 30-point lead at halftime, Boogie. 74-44. They led by 30 points. And after, you know, and you could tell in the second half, they just kind of cruised and went through the motions. Atlanta tried to make a comeback. Almost had a backdoor cover out of the deal after being down 30. Yeah. Um, Boston beats them 112-99. So a big-time win for the Seas. As they take Game 1 against the Hawks, they're also going to be minus 10 in Game 2. Atlanta came out really slow. They were down 30 at the half. They exploded in the second half, but Boston kind of let that happen because they just cruised. They're like, we got a 30-point lead with 24 minutes left. Let's just cruise the victory. Let's rest our guys. That's what Boston did. At 112.99, actually killed a lot of over-betters in that game. The over-under was 231. It was 74-44 at halftime. They were like almost halfway. They are over halfway there. And uh, Boston just pulled the plug, only scoring 38 points in the second half. Um, I mean, they knew they had the dub. They had the dub, so that's surviving advance, right? They don't want to get anybody hurt. Yep, so So. their main players did play limited minutes in the second half. Atlanta came back to lose by 13. 112-99 Boston. Game two will be later this week. Um, We talked about the Knicks getting the road win. And, man, the game of the day, though, Boogie, man, Mm -hmm. and I got to tell you, I watched this entire game. Um, after work yesterday, I, uh, I went to the bar with some of my boys. Uh, we did some, some preliminary capping for today's games. And um, about 5.30, man, I was, they had it on the TV down there. That place in Sacramento, man, what an emotional setting that was, man. It you was, were right. It was special. 17, 17 years in the making. 2006 was their last playoff win. Mm-hmm. And Sacramento, you could see it like – they were giving you live look-ins during the Knicks game of like, it looked like millions of people just lining up to yep. get into that that arena. And when they went to the coverage on that, man, it was sold out. The place was rocking. And it was a back-and-forth game. I haven't seen a better basketball game all year than that game. That mm-hmm. This game went, Warriors went up by six, Kings went up by six, Warriors went up by six, Kings went up by six. It was a back-and-forth deal. Um Shout out to my Kentucky boys too, man. We got three Kentucky Wildcats. Fox, man. Fox, Monk, Trey Lyles. Yeah. All three Kentucky yeah. alums. Um, great games by all. De'Aaron Fox had 38 points in his first playoff game. He's six-year veteran now, Boogie. I remember we remember watching him in college. And what a great game we saw. Dude, that. yeah. And he's and he's he's six year in the pros and he actually outdueled Curry. Curry had a good game, though, 30 points. He was hitting from all over the place. Him and Clay Thompson were just splashing. Missed that three at the end, of yep. course. That, that was the difference. They uh, they got a couple free throws to go up three. 
uh, with like 2.7 to go. Steve Kerr draws up a great play. Curry got an open look, and thank God he missed it. I, I had Kings obviously at a pick at home. Um, and Sacramento, I mean, back against the wall in a way. You're playing this team with all this experience, this championship pedigree, emotional. There's a bunch of people at your first game, and they they play a, just a classic game. They play their tails off. It was high scoring to your to your point, uh, giving out the over 249 points scored. What a basketball game! Shout out to the Sacramento Kings, man. That was a uh, that was awesome to see. I, I was really happy for them to see that they that they, they were able to get this done. Game two will be Sunday or uh, tomorrow night. TNT same line. Sacramento minus one. Zigzag theory doesn't not, not really in effect because the Warriors are the road team, but I could definitely see them maybe. Jumping in and stealing game two since Sacramento had that big emotional, finally we got a playoff win. Maybe look for Golden State to go and get I mean, if you don't know, now you know because this is the way that the Sacramento Kings have been all year long. Um, They have been tough. Um, Shout out to the Pacific Division too with this. Everybody in. Everybody in the playoffs from that division. Um, and Golden State, I think Golden State's got their hands full for sure. Uh-huh. Um, and mark my words, watch out. If Golden State does not at least get to the finals, Draymond Green will not be with the Warriors next year. Well, there you go. You heard it here first on episode 237 of Ball Talk and Boogie and the Baron, brought to you by Cuckoo's Fat Cafe. Yes, sir. Then Jumping Jays yesterday had us jumping in Jays. Ooh, man. Oh. I did jumping jacks after we were done recording the pod. I was a little shaky. I was juiced. I felt like it was like pre-workout or something. Mm-hmm. But no, great uh, great first day of Game 1s. We have another set of Game 1s we'll talk about a little later in the show. We'll also uh, we'll end our show with some NHL. Um, today's going to be fun. We'll, we'll, we'll go through baseball, give a best bet. We'll go through NBA, give a best bet. We'll go through hockey, give a best bet, and we'll wrap up the show. So a lot to talk about. we got to get straight to it. Let's get back to baseball. Baseball was... Um, Baseball's been so profitable for us so far this season. Man. I mean, cashing at, a, at, a, at an insane clip. And today we start our action 10-10 a.m. Uh, Pacific with the Giants and the Tigers. That's the great part about this book. I mean, it's 8.40 and we, our games are not for another hour and a half. So We're good. plenty We're good. of time. Giants and the Tigers to kick us off here. And we have Logan Webb trying to get his first win. He's been a great pitcher for the Giants over the years, but this season has not started off the way that he's wanted it to. Logan Webb's 0-3 with a 4.76 ERA going up against Matthew Boyd, who's 0-1 with a 4 ERA. Both these teams, high ERA pitchers for sure. Um, you take a look at the series so far. The uh, Tigers actually took the first two games of this series, both in 11 innings. 7-5-11 and 11 on Friday, 7-6-11 and 11 yesterday. Tigers going for a rare sweep. Um, the, my angle on this game, I have two ways on it. Number one... I don't think the Tigers are going to sweep the Giants. Okay. And number two, I think Logan Webb is finally going to have a quality start. And that's my angle on the Giants. I found I line shopped this uh, for a little while, and I found minus 143 for the San Francisco Giants. And that's where I'm going. Giants minus 143 on the money line to um, avoid a sweep here. All right. Well, I am uh, going to go back to the well on the total here. I like the over in this game. Uh, we're shading the over minus 105 to 8 is the total. Uh, Giants, Tigers, I think those bats again will get to both pitchers. Uh, and of course, they are nothing to write home about on both 
uh, both sides here. So I like the offense here. Give me the over 8 minus 105. You're riding a good trend here too, Boogie. They scored 12 and 13 in the first two games of this series. So there you go. I don't see a reason why that they can't score double-digit runs. Um, and I'm with you. That's a good good two-way to start us off. San Francisco and the over for Boogie and the Baron here on episode 237. 10.35, we move on to this time window. Angels and the Red Sox, another team trying to avoid a sweep is the LA Angels. The Red Sox with a 5-3 win. Um, yesterday, the Angels had a grand slam in the first inning to go up 4-0. They were up as much as 6-0, but Boston came storming back. The Red Sox are 7-8. The Angels are 7-7. Seven seven. Angels are trying to avoid a sweep here. Reed Detmers is on the mound against Garrett Whitlock. And it's the same angle for me. Sweeps do not happen often in Major League Baseball. The players are just too good. Only the really, really bad teams that are playing the really, really good teams mm. tend to get swept. Mm. I don't think the Angels get swept in this spot. That's my angle. And I got plus 108. I got plus money on the Angels today. I'm going to go back to the well with the Angels. They will not get swept by the Red Sox. They're going to steal this game and grab grab a game in this series. Angels money line plus 108. Yeah, I mean, the Angels have scored 13 runs in their last three games. And four or more runs in five of their last ten games. The Red Sox have scored 17 runs in their last three games. And four or more runs in six of their last nine games. Wow. Um, I am going back to the well here. Uh, the total is nine and a half. I'm going over on even money. Over nine and a half runs for this Angels Red Sox team. Neither of these pitchers uh, can write home about. So a yeah. lot of offense going on. Yeah, I'm with you all the way. I mean, you look at these lineups. I mean, you got Trout, Otani, and Rendon in the middle of that LA lineup. You got Turner and Rafael Devers, Verdugo. There's a lot of heavy hitters in these lineups, and, and neither of these pitchers have shown this season that they could pitch very well. Both with above one and a half whips, high ERAs. And Boston's a hitter's park. Mm-hmm. They got that really short porch in right field. I'd probably go oppo in that. In yeah. that, very short. Uh, the fence is low. It's only about three hundred yards mm-hmm. out. So I could three hundred feet out. Shall I say? So yeah. Um, Angels are the over. This is great. Good start, Bugs. Guardians National. Same time frame. Ten thirty-five. Looking forward to this. We also have um, another opportunity for a sweep here, and it's the Cleveland Guardians trying to sweep the Nationals. The Nationals are 1-7 at Nationals Park this year. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I haven't really watched very much Nationals baseball, but I'm assuming that they don't obviously have a very good home field advantage given the fact they're 1-7 at home, 4-11 overall, one of the worst teams in baseball. Cleveland, on the other hand, comes with everything you need. 9-6, they're 7-2 on the road, a very good road team. They're going for the sweep today, and they got their horse on the mound, Shane Bieber, who has looked all the makings of Shane Bieber this season. Patrick Corbin, has he led the league last year in losses. Um, he just, I don't know what it is. I don't know if he if it's because he plays for the Nationals or what, but that ERA being at seven, he had a six ERA last year. Uh, Cleveland's lineup is very capable of hitting lefties very good, and that's where I got to go. I, I shopped this around a little bit. I think Cleveland gets the sweep today, and I got Cleveland minus one and a half runs at minus 139. Yeah, they're looking for the series sweep again behind Shane Bieber. Um, Cleveland's 10-1, and one, their last 11 interleague road games. Four and one, um, the last five Sunday games, by the way. Um, and of course, with Bieber on the mound, just keep it simply here. The Nationals are not a good team. I mean, you wonder why they're not good at home. They're not getting any backing. There's no star power there anymore, okay. you know? 
Uh, so, of course, uh, we are going to go with the Guardians on the run line here today. Yes. Minus one and a half runs, minus 145. Cleveland minus one and a half, baby. You guys go get that. They will sweep and they will beat down the Nationals today, giving them a home sweep. Yankees and the Twins. Um, the Yankees really bounced back yesterday in a big way, Boogs. A 6-1 victory. Great job by the Yankees after the Twins took the first two games of the series. Now you have a Sunday-Funday matchup in the Bronx, and the Yankees have the opportunity to salvage a split. And similar to Cleveland, the Yankees have their horse on the bump. Garrett Cole is 3-0, a 1-4-0 ERA, 19 and a thirds innings pitched with 22 strikeouts. He has not given up a home run this year. He's going against Pablo Lopez, who's also a very capable starter. Um, he's 1-0 with a 1-3-5 and 20 innings pitched, so he's pitching his, his tail off as well. Bottom line here, like we talked about over and over, the Yankees have owned the Twins year in, year out. They always beat up on the Twinkies. And you got to go with Garrett Cole on the mound here. Uh, Garrett Cole is uh, one of the best pitchers in baseball, and he's going to show today, and I look for him to have a quality start, and the Yankees bats to get enough support for him to get a dub and get to 4-0, and the Yankees to salvage a split. Bottom line here is I don't see the Twins getting taking three or four at Yankee Stadium, and I'm going to take the Yankees uh, money line. I shopped it minus one fifty seven. Yeah, I mean, great uh, job by Pablo Lopez uh, and these Twins team. Twins team is playing really well so far, uh, so you can't hate on them. Uh, but you got uh, Garrett Cole on the mound again at Yankee Stadium. I think they get it done. The bats started heating up yesterday with six runs. They did. Uh, held the uh, Twins only to one. And I'm going with the Yankees. I'm going with the Yankees on the run line again. I think that uh, Garrett Cole can get it done. Yankees bats light up Lopez. Uh, they get to the bullpen. Yankees minus one and a half plus a dollar thirty. How about that? That, that? That's the two unit system play there with the Yankees money line and Yankees run line. You guys can collect a couple units in one game. Yankees doing it big today. I like the way our baseball is shaping up. I had a feeling when I was doing this last night, I was like, me and Boogie are going to have a lot of similar picks today. Hell yeah, we Yesterday, are. that wasn't the case. No. You still owe me some drinks, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. You, you did good on the back half, though, catching up a little bit, but uh, still got you yesterday. I think we might be even Stevens now. Like, I think I was two back of drink bets, and I think I got you by two yesterday. So we are even. Let's Maybe we're to, the, we're to the point where both of us are just going to buy one another a 12-pack. Um, I like it. Uh, this is going to be an awesome baseball game. The Rays and the Blue Jays today. Perhaps the game of the day in baseball. You can see this streaming live on ESPN Plus for those of you, for the, those of you that are cheap and don't have it. It's only five ninety nine. So go grab ESPN Plus. You can watch a lot of things on there. They got a lot of baseball games. They got hockey. They got everything. UFC fights. You name it. They got it on ESPN Plus. So go grab that if you guys haven't already. The Rays, after starting the season 13-0 and tying the record, they have quietly lost two games in a row to the Toronto Blue Jays, who are 4-1 at Rogers Center. Um, the Blue Jays are 10-5. They won the first two games of this series, 6-3 and 5-2. This is another scenario, Boogie, where I just think the Rays, who, another team this Sunday, who has their horse on the mound... A lot of horses on the mound today. It's like Sunday. a day of a day a day of star pitchers. Yeah, McClanahan and Manoa, two All Stars from last season. Um, they both pitched in the All Star game. McClanahan picking up right where he left off, three and zero with a one five nine. Manoa one and zero, a four nine one. He's gotten beat up a little bit so far this year. We'll look for him to settle in as the months progress. But bottom line here, Boogie, I love the Blue Jays lineup. I love the Rays team. Number one. I don't see the Tampa Bay Rays getting swept by Toronto, and I don't see the Rays losing three straight after winning 13 in a row. 
I think this is the game with their horse on the bump to get back on track, and I think they do just that. I like the Rays in this game. Small favorite on the road, minus $1.30 um, is, is where I found it. Great line value there to have a horse on the bump, minus $1.30 on a two-game losing streak. Give me the Rays on the money line to salvage a game in this series. Yeah, I mean, did we really think that the Rays would go 162-0? and zero? No. Obviously not. Um, but you got Manoa, Manoa on the mound for Toronto, and um, his fastball velocity has dipped a little bit. And uh, I think that with the Rays' offense, we're not talking too much about their offense at the moment, but they did score 101 runs while piling up those 13 straight victories to start the year. Yeah, um, They won 11 of those games by four runs or more. Mm-hmm. So obviously they can hit. Uh, they okay. also have 32 home runs right now. And uh, they also had a couple of guys like Randy Arazarena, Wander Franco, and Brandon Lowe that have three hits apiece against Manoa. I think that they go back to the well and they get back on track today. I'll take McClanahan, uh, minus 131, 130, whatever you can get me at. Uh, yeah. I'll take the Rays today to win out. Right. Rays will salvage a game. Rays will not get swept. I mean, that's that, that's been my... I look at these. I love the last games of the series because I feel like they're a lot easier to handicap. Mm-hmm. You look, you're like, Rays ain't going to get swept. Yankees ain't going to lose three or four to the Twins at Yankee Stadium. The Nationals stink. They'll get swept. Mm-hmm. You know, the Angels won't get swept and the Giants won't get swept. That's just what I'm looking at. Marlins and the Diamondbacks don't look now, everybody, but the Miami Marlins are on a roll. They've won... It looks like about four in a row. I thought it was longer than that. Right? Yep. They're uh, they're doing well they, right now. You got Alcantara on the mound. Yeah, another horse. Alcantara against Zach Gallen in this matchup. Now, Alcantara kind of got touched up his last start. I look for him to settle in against this mediocre Arizona Diamondbacks lineup. They're eight. And, both teams are eight and seven, and uh, Miami is actually going for a, a sweep of Arizona in this matchup. And with Sandy on the mound, I think they can get it done. Um, Miami getting on at the right time. They won their last two games in Philadelphia earlier this week, and they won the first two games here, and they're doing it with their pitching. I mean, look at the runs they've been giving up. Two, one, two, four. I mean, three. They're not They're not giving up very many runs. Nope. Um, I think, and their lineup's capable. Luisa Ross is hitting 5'11 right now. The batting champion from the Twins last year, acquired by the Marlins, hitting 5'11 and batting third in this lineup. Wow. He's on fire. Sandy on the mound. Good vibes down in Miami. We talked about the fish and snake jokes yesterday. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any joking around today. I think Miami gets it done again. Minus $1.27 only is what I found um, on the money line here. And I'm taking the Marlins with Sandy Alcantara. I'll bet Sandy almost every time he's on the bump. And I'm riding to the window with him again. Give me the Miami Marlins minus $1.27 to win and sweep the Diamondbacks. Yeah, I mean, I've been watching the uh, Zach Gallen uh, since he came up in the major leagues. And he definitely has some good stuff. The uh, Diamondbacks are on a nice little pace, too. They've upset a couple of teams. They handled the Dodgers. They handled the Padres uh, somewhat uh, the beginning of the season to start. Uh, but uh, you got Alcantara on the mound today. And they are uh, riding a nice win streak right now. I got to go with the Marlins today, yeah. minus 132 on the penny line. Yeah, baby, Miami Marlins with a sweep. And just like that, me and Boogie are six games in with two-way plays, agreements, and everything. This has been a great Sunday so far. We're, we're, we're cooking up something special today. Sure we are. Sure we are. Let's I, go. I don't know how we're going to look in hockey and b- basketball, but baseball is looking very promising for our partnership, my friend. So mm. thank you very much for, yes. for coordinating with me on all this. This next game is at 1040 in Cincinnati, Philadelphia, Philly, Cincinnati Reds. I was torn between this taking a run line or an over. Um, wasn't sure which way to go. You got Luis Sessa against Aaron Nola. Both have seven ERAs. 
I look for Aaron Nola to finally get back on track here, though. That's the way that I'm leaning. And the other part of it is, is Cincinnati has won two of the first three games of this series. So Cincinnati is actually going for a series win here against the Phils, who have maybe a bit of a World Series hangover starting their season 5-10 and 10 without their best player, Bryce Harper. But bottom line here is, is I think the Phils are just going to get this done. Um, I don't see the Phils losing three out of four in Cincinnati. Um, I think Sessa can get touched up by this lineup very heavily. I think there'll be runs, which I can coordinate that to your choice here. This will be a two-way play for us, but... I got uh, to the window with Philadelphia Phillies run line, minus one and a half, minus $1.22. Phillies should score about 10 runs in this game, Boogie. The over-under, I believe, is nine and a half. Nine and a half, and I think Philly gets there on their own. I could see maybe a 10-4 type of win here for the Phillies, so give me the Phillies, minus one and a half, minus 122. Yeah, I am feeling the totals uh, today. I am also going with an over, another over here. Uh, Phillies, Reds, both teams, pitching staff, not very good so far. Uh, like you said, Bryce Harper is out right now. Actually, they are uh, bringing him to train to play first base right now. That's great. Um, so he's, he's, got, he's, be, close. he's, he's close. He's getting close. He's pretty close. Uh, they've got uh, some issues at first base with injuries. So, yeah, they're going to be playing him at first soon. Um, but i got to see bats today. And yeah. I, I see bats a lot today. A lot of offense in this game. Give me the over. Overshaded, minus 115. And, uh, again, it's nine and a half. I love it. And, you know, I, I like that you got three overs on your card because I don't know if you look deeply into this, but since they implemented the new rules in Major League Baseball with the pitch clock, runs are actually up to a game. That's what people want to see. They've been they've been scoring. Last year they averaged about seven and a half runs a game. This year they're averaging about nine and a half runs a game. And game times went down from three and a half hours to two and a half hours. So, our fa- so you got faster games with more runs. Fans are enjoying it. I like fireworks in this one too, Boogs. I like your over there. Philly on the run line and the over for Boogie and the Baron. And I knew the time would finally come where we would have a drink bet. <laughs> and I'm and I'm crazy for even taking this. The Kansas City Royals are four and eleven and one and eight at home. I thought they had a crack at Atlanta yesterday, and then they ended up losing the game nine to three after having a three two lead. They lost nine three and ten three to this Braves team. Man, this Braves team is tough. Man, eleven and four, seven and one. Kyle Wright's got a twelve ERA. He had a his his one outing this year. He pitched three innings and gave up. Four walks, four hits, like three runners per inning. I mean, he got touched up. Zach Greinke has actually pitched pretty well this year. He is 0-3, but his ERA is 3-3-1. He just gets no run support whenever he pitches. Um, he's pitched well for the Royals this year, though, and I, I just – ah, it's one of them sweep situations, man. I just – I don't know. I think Greinke on the mound for the Royals can get a win here against Atlanta – and uh, it's going to be a drink bet, I know. And maybe I'm crazy for even giving this out. It's not one of my more confident picks for sure. But nonetheless, got to give it out. Kansas City Royals plus 148 to salvage a win in this series. Yeah, Kyle Wright starts for the Braves, his second of the season. Uh, the Braves have won nine or about 70% of their 13 games. They've played as favorites this season. Uh, they've also won uh, five of six games when favored by at least minus 165. Mm-hmm. So they take care of business against the teams that uh, are not very good. <laughs> yes, they do. Uh, the Royals, ever since they won the World Series, have not been very good. Um, I'm going with the Braves today. I'm going to take them ah completely opposite here. Braves minus one and a half runs, minus 105. 
Uh, and I think that they can uh, get those bats going and uh, tee off Zach Greinke. I can almost guarantee all of our listeners out there that anytime I give one of these bottom four teams out in the league that me and Boogie are going to ha- be completely oppo. I'll take a stab at a bad team getting a win, and Boogie's going to be on the other side run line almost every single time. We have another situation like that a few games from now, but it's time for us to get back on track here at 11-10 with Orioles and White Sox. Man, Dylan Cease looking all the makings of a Cy Young winner in the American League. 2-0 with a 1.65 ERA and 16 and a thirds innings pitch this season. He's given up six hits, Boogie, and 16 and a third innings. He has done great. 24 strikeouts, under one whip, going against Grayson Rodriguez, a young pitcher for Baltimore. He's thrown nine and a third, but his ERA is a 6.75. And when you look at this series... Obviously, Baltimore won game one on Friday, but yesterday the White Sox in walk-off fashion, a 7-6 thriller in 10 innings to beat Baltimore. I like, this is just another situation of today's, it's like the narrative today, teams trying to either salvage a game, win a series, or salvage a split with their horse on the mound. Dylan Cease is at home, on the mound. I like them to win this series. Minus 136, go grab the White Sox to win this game. Yeah, I like the White Sox today as well. And Dylan Cease backing him up um, below a 2.0 ERA. Uh, he is uh, doing very, very well right now. White Sox at home. I think that thriller last night carries them momentum today. Uh, they're only laying yeah. 143 on the money line. I'll take the White Sox minus 143. There we go, baby. Let's go, White Sox. Me and Boogie both on it. Oh, baby. 11.15 a.m. Pittsburgh Pirates <laughs> against the St. Louis Cardinals. Don't look now, but the battle in Buccos are 9-6 and 6-3 six and six and on the road this year. They're playing without O'Neill Cruz. Had a tough ankle injury. He will be on the DL for quite some time. But they've made some adjustments. Don't look now, but Andrew McCutcheon's batting 310 out of the three-hole. The, the King returns. He had a walk-off winner yesterday as the Pirates defeated the St. Louis Cardinals 6-3 in 10 innings. They lost on uh, Friday, and they won the opener. The Pittsburgh Pirates are looking to get three out of four from the St. Louis Cardinals. Mitch Keller has actually pitched pretty well this season. Uh, for Mitch Keller, in 17 and two-thirds innings, he's got a 3.57 ERA, and he is 1-0. Miles Michaelis, who has had a great few years, a great run for Miles Michaelis pitching for the Cardinals, this year his stuff just hasn't been very potent. He's got over a 10 ERA. The Pirates' bats have been hitting good. I mean, from, from uh, obviously, you have Reynolds and Kutch in the middle. Carlos Santana's hitting the ball. These guys, they got a nice lineup. They got a nice young team. They always do. And I tell you what. Now's the time to ride these guys, and you're getting some good odds. I mean, yesterday they cashed it like a buck eighty underdog. I'm going back to the well with the Pirates on Sunday, fun day, plus a dollar forty-five. I like them a lot to win this series, and I think they get it done. Give me the Pirates money line plus one forty-five. Yeah, um, Mikolos has struggled early um, on this season. He's given up nine hits or more in each of his first three starts. Yeah, um, and of course, if we go back to the other side. Keller is just pitching unbelievable right now. He's striking out seven or more in each of his first three starts. And that is including Houston's lineup to two runs over six innings last week. And also the Boston Red Sox to just one run over seven innings 
at Fenway he's in well. his outing prior. So he's doing, well. uh, he's doing really well right now. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take them today. I'm yeah, gonna, baby. Plus 145. You're giving yeah, me a baby. team that can win this game outright. Yeah, baby. Take the Pirates Let's plus go. 145. Great value play on the Buccos today. Plus 145 to beat the Cardinals. The Cardinals are spotting that daunting minus 165 that mm-hmm. loses far too often. Had to go back to the drink bet well for Boogie and Barron's next game, the Mets and the A's. You know me. I always take stabs at these big underdogs who are end up going to win. I mean, A's might not win 60 games this year. Mets are 9-6. and six. They're going for a— <laughs> They might not win 30 games Yeah, this they're, year. they're going for a serious sweep. They won 17-6 and 3-2 yesterday. I'm really angry with the A's. The A's cost me a, a round robin that I would have won about 600 bucks on. I hit 3-4. of four. They were my one loss. They cost my boy a six-teamer for 500 bucks too, yesterday. Thinking the A's can pull it off. Didn't didn't happen, but that's okay. You know, originally I was all over the Mets because it looked like Scherzer was going to be on the bump. But they're pitching Jose Buto, who is a rookie pitcher. It's his first outing, I believe, for the Mets. I know this kid's got some electric stuff, though. He's a relief pitcher from Venezuela. He got some he got some serious gas. Um, no pun intended. <laughs> J.P. Sears, though, one of your boys from the Yankees. Yeah. They acquired J.P. Sears in the trade for Frankie Montas, and that trade went to complete shit. The uh, Oakland A's won that trade by a landslide. And I look for Sears to throw a good outing here today, and I think he's going to give the A's a chance to win. And I know this is going to be a drink bet because it's one of the primetime World Series contenders against the sellers at the deadline type of deal. Taking the Oakland A's plus 144 to steal a game in this series and get their fourth win. Yeah, uh, actually, it was supposed to be Max Scherzer on the mound, but Showalter has uh, decided to go ahead and give Scherzer some more rest. He's got a sore back over the next few days. I think he's given him about three more days of rest. Uh, this Buto guy, he's given up seven earned runs on nine hits, including two home runs and in four innings. Uh, of course, that was going back to August 21st of last year against the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, this Mets team, though, is on a pace. Uh, I, I got to bet more against the A's here. Yeah. Uh, J.P. Sears, uh, he was That's a your boy, man. Young, I'm surprised you're going against him. Young pitcher that the Yankees had to give up in a bad trade for Frankie Montas last year. Yeah. And uh, that is very well noted that they definitely got the worst of that trade yeah. uh, as uh, Montas is, is maybe not even coming back for like four more months. Uh, we're looking here at a Mets team, though, that needs to get back on track. I'm going to go ahead and take a shot here. This is a bet against the A's more than the Mets because of Buto on the mound. I will take the Mets uh, to win on the money line, minus 157. All right, Mets minus 157. Drink bet number two. I'm just so surprised. When I saw that, the, when I saw that change, because I was capping it last night, and I saw it was Scherzer, and I was like, oh, Mets are sleeping. These guys run line Mets. Then last night, as I got to the game, it's I it was, I got a notification that he was going to be held out by Buck Showalter due to back spasms or whatever it is he's having right now. He's an older dude, so he's probably getting, needs some rest. But I saw J.P. Sears against a rookie pitcher, and I was like, "Ooh, Boogie about to take the A's tomorrow." Mm. You surprised me by that. I don't like the A's. I mean, the A's are three and twelve, so yeah. I, I, betting the A's at your own risk—that's for sure. I'm just doing it more value. Drink bet number two. Four more games on this docket, then we got to transition in the NBA and NHL. We have the Cubs and the Dodgers. Dodgers won on Jackie Robinson Day for what seems like the 20th straight year with a 2-1 victory yesterday. They lost game one of this series 8-2. Drew Smiley and Julio Urias. Julio Urias looking like a Cy Young candidate in the National League. 3-0, a 1-5-0 ERA in 18 innings pitched this year with 20 strikeouts. Absolutely dealing. Cy Young. 
He's kind of deal. To, he's kind of uh, he's due to get touched up, but I don't think the Cubs got the lineup to do it. They're pitching old man Drew Smiley, who's zero and one with a six five two ERA. This might be the day the Dodgers bats get hot. They only scored two runs yesterday. I could see them busting out of their hitting slump today. They hit lefties at a tremendous rate. They're eight and seven, five and three at home, and they're actually going for a series win here. It is the rubber match. It's one one. Bottom line here, that's my angle. Cubs are not taking two and three from LA with their horse on the mound. Another situation where a good team has their best pitcher on the mound. Dodgers on the run line, minus one and a half, only minus a dollar ten. I found it at circa. I'm going with the Dodgers run line, minus one and a half, minus one ten. They will blow the Cubs out today. Yeah, last year actually uh, the Cubs got outscored by the Dodgers 44 to 20. Uh, but this series so far included five of the last six Cubs Dodgers games in LA have been decided by two runs or less. Interesting. Um, it is very interesting. But when you got Urias on the mound, three and zero with a one five zero ERA. Um, I, again, I'm thinking that he is Cy Young candidate again. Yeah. I got to go with the the uh, definite favorite here. I'm taking the Dodgers on the run line today. Minus one and a half, minus a dollar twenty yeah. to chop down those Cubs bats. Dodgers on the run line for Boogie. There you go. Dodgers on the run line for Boogie and the Baron. We're actually going to finish really strong here, Boogie, because we have the Mariners and the Rockies. Luis Castillo, another Cy Young candidate, pitching very well this year. 17 and two-thirds innings with 17 strikeouts, .74 whip and a 102 ERA. He's going up against first-time starter Noah Davis. Mm. Good luck, Rockies, who are pitiful on the road, two and six away from home. They have, in the last three seasons, the worst road record in baseball. And I don't see this continuing to get better for them on the road. Both first two games of this series, Mariners covered on the run line, five to three on Friday night, nine to two yesterday. I think it's going to be more of the same. Give me the Mariners minus one and a half, minus a dollar forty. Just keeping it simple, Mariners on the run line minus one and a half, minus one forty. Castillo takes care of business. Rockies don't score. Mariners score. Mariners score a lot. Rockies don't. That's pretty simple, right there, buddy. Um, Padres and Brewers, this has been a really good series. The Brewers actually took the first two games of this four-game set um, on Thursday and Friday with an extra inning win for the Brew Crew on Friday night, or Thursday night, and then an 11-2 slacking. But the Padres got back on track yesterday with a um, 10-3 win. Padres are going for a split here in this four-game set. And I tell you what, man, another situation where someone got their horse on the mound. You Darvish, who got touched up last uh, outing, he's going up against Wade Miley, who's very capable. But I think the Padres lineup, combined with you Darvish getting back on track, and I don't see the Brewers taking three or four from San Diego. I like San Diego to win this game. Money line's minus 159, and I'll see you at the window with the Padres. Yeah, this is a four-game set here, and the Padres are 22-8 and eight in their last 30 in game four of a series. Five and two in their last seven Sunday games today. It's Sunday. Today is Sunday. And they're also four and one in their last five versus a lefty starter. So yep. here I'm going with Darvish and backing them minus a dollar sixty-six on the money line. Yes, sir. San Diego Bookie and I are on a roll today, baby. We got we agree on almost every game. That's amazing. We're about to clean house today, baby. It's Sunday, fun day, and I can't Sunday, fun day. Can't wait. Let's go. Rangers Astros, Sunday night baseball to wrap up our baseball card today. It is on ESPN. Very big matchup, Andrew Haney and Framber Valdez. The bottom line here is Framber Valdez is one of the best pitchers in the American League. Haney has gotten rocked this year, an 8-2-2 ERA. And once again, it's another team at home, horse on the mound to win a series. 
Sunday Night Baseball, bright lights, Minute Maid Park. The Strohs lineup are filthy. They almost bring back everybody every year. And Framber Valdez is one of the best pitchers in the American League. They lost game one of the series on Friday, 6-2. They bounced back with an 8-2 win yesterday. They were actually down 2-1 and had a 7-run seventh inning. This team can explode for runs. Jordan Alvarez's prop might hit a home run. Who knows? All I know is Framber Valdez will deal, and the Astros bats will get to the Rangers, and the Rangers are not taking two out of three in Houston. Do not disrespect the champs like that. Astros also, with this win, will get to 500 on the season at 8-8 eight and eight and 5-5 five and five at home. I'm riding that as well. Astros run line minus one and a half plus a dollar twelve plus money on the Astros run line. Go grab the Astros run line right now. Yeah, if you don't think that Jose Altuve is missing in this lineup has definitely affected them, uh, you got another thing coming because this Astros team, uh, with that said, will be able to take care of business today. But again, they have been struggling because Altuve has not been in the lineup. He's a big part of their lineup. Big time. Astros, though, today against this Rangers team, Haney is not very good. Uh, Again, came over from the Angels. Astros minus one and a half today, plus 110. I am riding them on the run line today to get some bats going against Haney. And those Strohs bats light up Haney today. Minus one and a half, plus 110. There you go. That is our baseball card. And now we have about 19 minutes to talk about eight hockey games and four NBA. So we got to rock and roll. It's, uh, It's best bet time here on this show and uh, I, I gotta go best bet today for me is gonna be the Chicago White Sox with Dylan Cease on the mound great value pick here minus $1.36 Chicago White Sox to win uh, I'm going with the Mariners today Luis Castillo should be able to take care of business today will take care of business today over this Davis kid minus 140 minus one and a half on the run line uh, there's Mariners bats will take care of business and light up the Rockies today there you go best bets there Chicago White Sox and Seattle Mariners, 19 minutes to talk about 12 games. So we're going to rock and roll. Lakers and the Grizzlies, game one of the Western Conference first round series. 12 o'clock ABC is where you can find it from the FedEx Forum in Memphis. Memphis is 35-6 and six at home this season. The Lakers won the playing game to get to this spot. No team out of the playing game has ever won a first round series, but I think this could be the time that it does happen. I like the Lakers to potentially win this series, but that doesn't mean I like them in game one. You know, Dylan Brooks, Jalen Jackson, Jaron Jackson, John Morant, this team is loaded. They're great at home. I think it's going to be a good atmosphere. I think the Lakers are better off. uh, You're better off probably betting the Lakers in game two, in my opinion. I think the uh, Memphis Grizzlies are going to get out quick. And uh, they're going to be young, fresh legs. And I think they're going to get this game one victory. Grizzlies money line minus $1.70 is my first NBA play. I'm taking the Lakers plus four today. I think LeBron, AD, as long as they stay healthy, should be able to contend for this first round series. Uh, I think they come out strong and ready to go. Uh, that defense will hold up against this uh, Grizzlies team. Lakers plus four for Boogie. Yeah, there you go. And you know what? I just peeked at your sheet, and we're actually going to be absolutely oppo on every single NBA game today. So I knew it was coming, but that's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Game two is Heat Bucks. It's a triple header on TNT. This is the first game of that triple header at 2.30. Heat and the Bucks. The Heat obviously won an emotional game. Um 
in the play-in, beating the Bulls in a comeback fashion to get to this point. Seven-game series against the Bucks, who are favored to win the whole thing. Bucks are 32-9 and nine at home this season. Big favorites here today, though, minus 9.5. I think it's too much. I think Miami can ride that momentum. They just played a couple games. Miami's had a week off. Maybe they come out a little slow. Bucks probably win this game, but and I have them in a money line parlay. But in contrarian to that, I like the Heat to cover this point spread. I'll buy the hook and take the Heat plus the 10. Yeah, Kyle Lowry is also for the Heat uh, in – very questionable. He's injured. Um, also, the Heat have a 627-1 against the spread record. Their last 34 games following an against the spread uh, win. They have not been very consistent this year. Uh, they've been abysmal. And, of course, on the opposite side, the Bucks 13-4-1 against the spread. Their last 18 conference quarterfinal games. Yep. Bucks laying nine and a half points. I will take them. I'll buy a hook. Bucks minus nine. Bucks minus nine. Heat plus ten. Drink bet number two of four for Ball Talk. Billion the Baron here on episode two thirty seven. Five o'clock TNT game two of the TNT triple header today. Game one Western Conference first round. Suns hosting the Clippers. There will be no Paul George in this game. Eric Eric Gordon will start in his place. And uh, big time favorites here. You're taking a look at the uh, the Suns and the Clippers. Suns obviously a big big fa- betting favorite to come out of the West, um, and this is going to be tough. I think the Clippers are going to give it everything they have. Usually when PG's out, Paul, uh, Russell Westbrook steps up. I look I look for Russ to have a good game. I look for Kawhi to have a good game, and I look for Eric Gordon to shoot it and Zubac to control the middle and match up well with DeAndre Ayton. I'm going to take the points just because the Suns have only played ten games together so far with this team. I think they could. I think the Suns will win the series and probably make a run at this thing, but. Game ones are tricky. I'm taking the points. I'm taking the eight plus eight Clippers. Um, I like Oppos to say, I'm sorry, man. Uh, Kevin Durant in his son's uniform is eight and oh when he plays. Uh, so far, that dynamic duo of Booker and, and Durant has just been unbelievable so far. Uh, and you got eight and you got the rest of that crew. Give me the Suns at home today. I think it's rocking. No, you got no, no Paul George over there. That's about oh, 20 plus points missing. Give me the Suns, minus 7.5. I'll buy a hook again, minus 7. All right, Suns, minus 7. Clippers, but plus 8. Another drink bet. Uh, last drink bet and last NBA game. Nightcap, 730 TNT. Last game of the night. Big-time matchup here between the Timberwolves and the Nuggets. This is big time. Um, you're looking at a, uh, a Nuggets team who got the one seed, and they're getting very disrespected. They're like fourth favorite to win the West, and they're the one seed. They're 34-7 and seven at home this season. They're unbelievable. Uh, Murray's finally healthy. MPJ's finally healthy. I remember in the bubble, they made a run to the semifinals, almost got to the conference finals. This is their best shot. They're the one seed. Jokic needs a good playoff performance. The Timberwolves are coming off a very emotional couple of days, losing in overtime to the Lakers and then beating OKC to get to the play-in. They got the big man to match up, though. They got Gobert and they got Carl Anthony Towns. But I don't think they're any match for the Joker. I think the Joker's going to show you why he's an MVP candidate. He's finally going to... I mean, he's averaging a triple-double this year, Boogie. 25 points, 12 boards, and 10 assists. Mm-hmm. They just run the offense through him, and all their guys are healthy finally. They got Reggie Jackson coming off that bench. Look for him to make a, a big, big uh, mark in this game. Taking the Nuggets, laying the seven points. Nuggets minus seven, minus $1.20. Go get the Nugs. You know, on the opposite side here, I like... Uh 
I like the Timberwolves. I think that they've got a lot of momentum going on right now. They've been already in playoff mode, uh, playing in the playoff play-in game, and I think they've been playing very well. Uh, of course, they they had a big lead against the Lakers, and they wound up letting that go. Lakers needed that game, I think, more than they did. Yeah. Uh, of course, but the Timberwolves fought back. Uh, you got Cat Carl Anthony Towns having a very very. Uh, big big series here, I think. I think they're going to need him if they have any shot here. But they are looking to, if you're looking at a betting trend here, the Timberwolves are 5-1 and one against the spread in their last six road games, 6-1 and one against the spread in their last seven games against a team with a winning record, 9-3 and three against the spread in their last 12 games against a team above 600. The Nuggets on the other side are the same. I mean, that's why I like the points here because the Nuggets yeah. are eighteen and eight against the spread in their last twenty six home games. Yep. Four and zero against the spread in their last four games against a team with a winning record. Who the hell knows what's going to happen here? I like Timberwolves though, plus the eight. I think that the Timberwolves will be able to take care of business. I'm not saying it's going to be an outright win, but I am saying they keep it closer. Timberwolves plus eight. Well, there you have it, and that's about as easy as it gets, right there, buddy. That's huge. Um, drink bets across the board. Let's see if we can get back on track here for hockey. And it's the New York Islanders who squeaked into the playoffs here towards the last few days of the season going against the Carolina Hurricanes. This is a 2-7 matchup in the East. It's a first-round series here. And I got to be honest with you, man. Carolina is just playing great hockey right now. They're at home. That place is going to be rocking down there in Raleigh. They got a great record at home this year, 28-10-3 at home this season. Got to take the Carolina Hurricanes in game one. They could win this whole thing, and I don't think the Islanders even deserve to be here. So I'm going to take the Hurricanes minus $1.62. Great defense for the Hurricanes, minus 170 today. I like the Hurricanes to get this home win today and start the playoffs off right. Yeah, that's easy as that. Oh, before we move on, since we finished basketball, let's give a basketball best bet. Oh, okay, well, let's um, hurry up on that. I, I <laughs> okay, I, 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 I'm, I mean, they're all drink bets, so we're going to go against each other in some way, shape, Unfortunately, or form. Yes. And I got to tell you, man, I like the Denver Nuggets tonight minus seven. I like that a lot. I think the Nuggets are being disrespected. I think you're disrespecting them, and I'm going to take them minus seven. They're going to blow them out. I'm going with a trend here with the Bucks. I think the Bucks come out strong, just like Philly did yesterday. I like the Bucks to go ahead and win by double digits over this Heat team that is definitely not been consistent. There you go, Bucks and the Suns, best bets for the NBA to get paired with the Chicago White Sox and the Seattle Mariners. So, that hey, hey, I got an idea that I'm going to talk to you about after we're done here. Um, next game is the Panthers and the Bruins. Man, this is the 1-8 matchup in the East. Uh, obviously, regular season success for the Bruins is well documented. They set the record for the most wins. They won 65 games this season. And holy, most points. Holy cow, most games won, most points. 34-4-3-0 this year. How do you go against them? I don't know. I'm freaking crazy. This is the playoffs. Doesn't matter. Florida was the one seed last year, and they got bounced in the first round. Florida Panthers got their way in here. They're loaded with talent. And I think the Florida Panthers who are the only team this season to beat the Bruins twice. I'm taking the Florida Panthers plus 195 on the money line. Let's ride. Ah, well, good luck with you, my friend, because I'm taking the Bruins. I think they ride this great, uh, awesome season that they've had. It's tough to win um, a, a Stanley Cup, actually, as a President's Trophy winner, which is the best team in the National Hockey League Never happens, bro. for the regular season. But I think this Bruins team will definitely make a deep run. They are strong. The East is loaded, though. Uh, give me the Bruins, though, today. Minus 230 is tough. 
I think they can still go ahead and get it. Maybe pair them with a couple of other teams and get plus money in a parlay. Yeah. Bruins minus 230, though, at home. All right, there we go. First drink bet in hockey goes to Bruins and Panthers. The Central Division has a great matchup on Monday between the Wild and the Stars. This is the Central Division 3 and 2. Stars got the 2, Wild got the 3. The Stars were not too, too much better. This could be a seven-game series right here. They only won, the Stars only won one more game this year than the Wild. And I think with Marc-Andre Fleury and Ned, I think the Wild... Could go on the road and steal game one, and I'm taking the Wild plus 125. Yeah, I'm going oppo here. Uh, it's not the same Marc-Andre Fleury as in years past. Uh, they are the lowest scoring team also that's in the playoffs this year, the Minnesota Wild. Uh, Marc-Andre Fleury, of course, great goaltender. We saw him here live in Vegas. Uh, Pete DeBoer, though, is the new coach for the Stars this year, and everywhere he goes... Uh, in his first year, I mean, he did well. He brought the Devils to the, the Stanley Cup playoffs. He's also been able to take the Vegas team to the uh, long, deep run as well. Uh, and, of course, we've got them uh, playing well with the Stars. Give me the Stars today. 2-0-2 also against the Wild this year. Uh, I like the Stars at home, minus 140. Dallas plus or Dallas minus one forty, Minnesota plus one twenty five. Monday six thirty, ESPN two. We end Monday's slate of hockey game ones, seven o'clock. The Kings and the Oilers. Watch out for this Oilers team. They led the league outside of the Bruins. Obviously, they led the league and plus minus uh, and goal differential, shall I say? And they led the league in scoring. This team can score. They got the best player on the planet, Connor McDavid, and that place is going to be decked out in orange. And Edmonton's going to win Game One, minus a dollar seventy-five. Give me the Edmonton Oilers in Game One. Shoot, I'll take a minus one seventy-five. Station's got them at minus one eighty. Uh, Connor McDavid, star of the playoffs, possibly. Uh, Oilers just uh, lost just underneath the Vegas oh. Knights as the uh, best Western team. Yep. Give me the Oilers today, uh, minus one eighty to win outright at home there you go baby we got about seven and a half minutes to talk about four games rangers and the devils this is going to be a slobber knocker and i gotta tell you the devils are in the playoffs for the first time in a while metropolitan two seed against the metropolitan three seed rangers rangers made a nice run at it last year this will be a seven game series probably but i like new jersey to win game one minus a dollar 30 i like the rangers playoff experience the last few years and their goaltending i'm going to take them as a small underdog plus 115 to get the win outright all right, drink bet number three, Rangers for Boogie Devils for me. Maple Leafs and Lightning, we capped this uh, with my hockey cappers last night, and I'll tell you how this series is going to go. Maple Leafs are going to win probably the first two games of this series, and then they'll mess it up. They have lost in the first round eight straight years. They don't seem to know how to get out of the first round. Boogie, I don't know what it is about the Maple Leafs. Such a good hockey team, and then they just mess it up. Mess it up. Look for the Maple Leafs, though, to win game one, because they always do. They're minus 149 on my on my sheet here. I'll take them minus 149, Maple Leafs, to win game one. Yeah, the last two games, they've beaten uh, the Rangers last game of this regular season, and also they beat the Lightning, the same team that they're playing in this playoffs today. I like Toronto. Toronto's got a nice squad this year. They're 27-8-6. and six. Uh, The Lightning are not very good on the road, and they're not the same team. They're getting older. Uh, they did win uh, – few cups just a couple years ago yep. back to back to back yep. uh, we are looking though at a toronto team that is at home today i like them minus 150 to win this game there it is toronto to win go get them why it's hot 6 30 on tuesday espn 2 the jets and the golden knights the 1-8 matchup out west 
I'm going to keep this short and sweet. I don't think the Jets really deserve to be here. I don't think they're that good, and I think the Knights can take care of business. I'm just glad Calgary did not get this spot because it would be a whole different conversation. But I think the Knights trying to make their way back to a cup. I think they're going to start it at the Fortress on Tuesday night. Vegas Golden Knights minus 149. Give me the Knights to win game one against Winnipeg. Yep, I like the Golden Knights also. Uh, as they should be able to take care of business. The number one team going to head, number one seed, going to go ahead and take care of business against Winnipeg. Uh, the only way that the Jets win is their star player goes ahead and plays an amazing game and series. Knights take care of business, minus 155. And there you go, another Knights agreement bet, and we end this with the Kraken and the Avalanche. Last game of the first uh Game 1s of the NHL playoffs on Tuesday night, 7 o'clock ESPN. Seattle Kraken in their playoff debut. Got to go on the road and play the defending Stanley Cup champion Colorado Avalanche. They are no match for the Avs, and the Avs will take care of business to win this game. Colorado Avalanche minus $1.76. Go get the Avalanche to win Game 1 and beat the Kraken. Uh, yeah, I like the Avalanche also in this series. Minus 180 uh, for the first game. Nathan McKinnon will have a tremendous series, I see. Uh, cracking great job by them getting into their first playoff uh, as a uh, second year team. But the yeah. Avalanche go ahead and take care of business. Minus 180 in the first game of the series. There you go. And that is our hockey wrap-up. We are just inside five minutes looking good. Best bet time for Boogie and the Bear in here on episode 237. 29 games, Boogie. We did it. Damn. 29 games in 55 and a half minutes. Holy potatoes. What a Sunday fun day we have in store. I'll tell you my idea when we're done recording here, but best bet in hockey for me, got to be those Carolina Hurricanes. They were so good at home in the playoffs last year. They will continue that success and beat the New York Islanders in game one on Tuesday night at 4 o'clock on ESPN2. Carolina Hurricanes on the money line to beat the Islanders. Um, I don't want to be Captain Obvious here, so I am not going to give out the Bruins. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Dallas Stars. I like the Dallas what? Stars. Dallas Stars, absolutely, to take care of business against the Wild. Uh, Dallas Stars minus 140 on the money line for uh, Monday. You are such... We have eight hockey games here. Three of them are drink bets, five are agreements, and you couldn't find one we agreed on to be your best bet? Well, that's for Monday. You want to do a Tuesday best bet? No, these are just... This is just... Okay. Best bet on Tuesday is the Colorado Avalanche to beat the Kraken. I'm going with the Golden Knights, baby. I'm going with the Golden Knights to take care of business in Game 1 at the Fortress, T-Mobile Center, 6.30 uh, Pacific Time, and the Golden Knights take care of business, minus 155 over the Jets. There you go. So just to track our best bets, we have the Chicago White Sox, we have the Seattle Mariners, the Milwaukee Bucks, the Denver Nuggets, the Carolina Hurricanes, the Dallas Stars, the Vegas Golden Knights, and the Colorado Avalanche. Holy potatoes. That's a lot of picks. I think we're going to sweep it. Good luck, everybody. Have a fun Sunday. Be safe out there. Enjoy your Sunday fun day. We'll talk to you guys next weekend for episode 238 coming to you live on Saturday morning. Have a great week, everybody. Bearing out. Boogie out.